This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. This survey is going to consume my thoughts all weekend now. 6% of Americans think they could beat up a grizzly bear. (laughs) 6%. Bare-handed? Yeah. They think they would win a fight. (laughs) They would win a fist fight against a grizzly bear. 6% of people have never seen a grizzly bear picture. It, uh... It makes me wonder, though, what is the actual percentage of people that could beat up a grizzly bear? Zero! You don't think there's at least (laughs) one guy out there that could beat up a grizzly bear? Absolutely not. I mean, mean, I'm sure a baby grizzly bear, maybe, but if we're talking full-grown adult grizzly bear, not even Mike Tyson in his prime. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Not even J-C-V-D. D. <laughs> we had a debate once if Mike Tyson could beat up a gorilla, and it, we yeah. really got into it and speculated, and, and it, it, we found out that there is no way. But we're, we were this was Mike Tyson in his prime that we were talking about. Yeah, St- and still no way he would have his face ripped off in a minute. Well, if if it was boxing rules, though, I. <laughs> We've been over this. I know. I, I know was, you love Mike Tyson. But. I, he is insane. You watch those old videos of his fights, man. He was unbelievable in the ring. If you could train the gorilla to follow the rules of Not boxing, hit below the belt. I think Mike Tyson would have a pretty good chance. Yeah, no, a grizzly bear, like, there is no... So you're saying 0% of people could beat up a grizzly bear? I'm saying the guy who could probably get closest is Khabib, the UFC fighter uh, from Russia, because he, as a kid, trained by fighting bears, allegedly. Like, there's videos of him rolling around with, like, baby bears. 0.5% of humans could beat up a grizzly bear? Nobody could. They weigh three times as much and could rip your head off with a bite. Have uh-huh. you seen Grizzly Man? No, I know. Yeah, I know. They can they like make your make your leg explode with one swipe. I get it. You could pro- like a human could probably beat up a black bear. How big are grizzly bear? Like these are the like the one of the most intimidating animals. Okay, they yeah, usually are wild. two meters tall. Uh, they weigh two hundred kilograms, so you know over four hundred pounds. <laughs> well, this is this is how. Uh, this is how people get themselves into situations, right? Six <laughs> percent of sober Americans think they could beat up a grizzly bear. I'm sure that number, if they only surveyed drunk Americans, mm-hmm. would skyrocket. This is a, just a perfect Friday conversation here. Uh, do you think you could beat up a grizzly bear? Six percent of Americans surveyed uh, think they can, which <laughs> is insane. Hey, it's Taz and Jim. If I were to have a pair of those knuckle tasers that you were talking about yesterday, do you think that would help, or do you think that would just piss the bear off? I think it would just make him angry. Blast knuckles. Blast knuckles, right. I saw a picture of those on the news, man. Aren't they crazy? Where do they come up with this stuff? Yeah, science fiction movies. Science fiction. All right, you know what? I'm going to take a pass on the grizzly bear anyway. (laughs) Even with the blast knuckles, you're saying no. Even with the blast knuckles. What happens if the bear gets the blast knuckles away from you? Then you're fighting a bear with those things on its claws. I think he's using it on my corpse anyway. (laughs) Probably. We are getting a lot of text messages on this, Jim. Mm -hmm. Years ago, guys, there was a story about former Toronto Maple Leafs player Wilf Paymont's uncle killing a bear by putting it in a full Nelson hold. I cannot confirm, though. I did a Google search. I 
typed in Wilf Paymont's uncle and bear and nothing came up, but... That's a heck of an old wives' tale. Maybe. See, a bear, maybe. A grizzly bear? Like, there's plenty of different types of bears. The truth is probably that he didn't kill the bear, but the bear did tap out. Yeah, yeah. And then they called it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I give, I give! <laughs> Yeah, smaller bear. Like, I've seen some bears. The the black bear is at the dump up oh, yeah. north. And if there was one of them, if there's multiple, you're in big trouble, right? Yeah, yeah. But, the, yeah, yeah. May, like, I'm sure a lot of people lose a fight to a black bear. But that, you got a, a fighting chance, I would say. It's the classic thing where you, you start fighting a little bear and then you hear a noise behind you and here comes mama. <laughs> Uh-oh. I'd love to see Jake Paul fight a grizzly bear. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all would, actually. That's yeah. a pay-per-view I would tune into. We should have known better, Jim. What? Uh, post a picture of, of one of us online and ask people to comment on the picture. <laughs> on who you look like, yeah. yeah. So uh, yesterday we, we found out, we were talking about Ellen DeGeneres is ending her talk show, and it came up. That in college, some of Jim's buddies gave him the nickname Ellen DeGeneres because they thought he looked like her. Mm-hmm. So uh, Jim posted a picture of him next to Ellen DeGeneres. Also, you're sandwiched between Ellen and Macaulay Culkin because that was your other <laughs> nickname in college. Uh-huh. And the question, which celebrity does Jim look more like? Have you seen these comments oh, yet? Oh boy, have I. Some, how are you feeling about yourself, pal? I, I feel like, why? it's not even just Ellen. People are saying I look like several lesbians. It's very odd. <laughs> I, no wonder my friend Kathleen likes me so much. It's all making so much sense. <laughs> uh, Kathleen's always uh, asking if you want to come over and watch some Netflix. Yeah, she watched uh, some DVDs of uh, some concerts. Avril Lavigne, mostly. It's all it's all coming together. <laughs> Darren says, Jim looks more like Wayne Gretzky. That, that one's not bad. We'll I've start with a good one. Too. Yeah, yeah. You, you got a bit of a Wayne Gretzky look to you. Uh, Thomas says he doesn't look like Macaulay or Ellen. Don says he looks more like Ellen for sure. Here we go. Jay says, Jim looks like a chubby Ellen. Courtney says, Jim looks like Clay Aiken. That's new, but there was a lot of uh, gingers on this list, too. American Idol fame. If Macaulay and Ellen had a baby together, Jim Kelly would be his name. He looks like their love child, says Megan. (laughs) Jim looks like Rick Astley. (laughs) It's again, another ginger. Never gonna give you up, (laughs) never gonna let you down. So Macaulay Culkin's the one on the left, right? And the other two <laughs> pictures are just Ellen DeGeneres. Jill <laughs> <laughs> says, do you remember the time that you were constipated and you had to work to force a ghastly turd out? How your face felt like it was going to pop off your body? The face you were making in that moment is what Jim Kelly looks like. Wow. No resemblance to Macaulay or Ellen. This guy has some attractive bowel movements, I have to say. <laughs> you must look gorgeous when you're forcing out a turd, <laughs> Jill. Uh, some I can't read here. 
But yeah, there was KD Lang. I saw KD Lang, Lang twice. Larry Bird. <laughs> Sweet. I love the bird. NBA legend Larry Bird. And a couple Owen Wilsons, and you've heard mm-hmm. that before as well. Oh, yeah. I, I, did, I was Owen Wilson for Halloween once. Yeah, you used to Console. have the, the shaggy haircut, mm-hmm. too, and you've got a very defined nose. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, there it is. No definitive answer. Uh, but at least I feel worse about myself. Yeah, just, uh, just a lesson learned. <laughs> Never ask the internet what they think about your physical appearance. I know. It's so frustrating. Yesterday, the announcement that um, the lockdown has been extended into June. So we've got another couple weeks where golf courses aren't open, etc. Stay-at-home order is in place. Jim, you were, uh, you, you were a little surprised with uh, the reasoning that the Premier of Ontario gave yesterday for keeping the golf courses closed. It's just another issue in the long line of terrible communication from every level of the government. This is, I mean, this quote basically went viral yesterday because of Doug Ford. This is the reason why he thinks that golf courses in Ontario should remain closed. And, and stay at home. And I, I, I know, you know, I talk to my, my buddies. I know what happens. You know, they pick up another buddy, two or three. They go out, go golfing. And then there's nothing wrong with, with, with golfing. The problem is the mobility. Then after golf, they go back. They have a few pops. That, that's the problem. Um, so that, that's, that's the issue. Regular pops or are they wobbly pops? <laughs> I think he means wobbly pops, and I think he thinks that if he says the word pops, it makes it relatable, and yeah. it kind of makes it not sound so harsh, but it just sounds so stupid. Instead of saying, my buddies uh, are using golf as an excuse to get gibbled, <laughs> totally pounding back the beers and getting uh, their buzz on, but at least they're responsible in their carpooling. <laughs> At least they care about the environment. However, that uh, is the problem. They can't all be in the same car together, huffing each other's aerosol driplets. <laughs> but it's just it's just the worst. Now, there may be some truth to that, that people are carpooling to golf. Mm-hmm. Uh, I golfed all last summer, didn't carpool once, uh, didn't go anywhere afterwards with my buddies, and nobody got COVID. So, like, this stupid anecdote about your dumb buddies being arrogant and breaking the rules is the reason... Like, is it even true? Like, I just, I, I don't know. It's just so dumb. It could be true. Well, well the, the issue are, there's people who think they're above the rules. There's people who don't follow the guidelines in every aspect of this whole thing over the past year. Right? Are they buddies with Doug Ford? I don't know. <laughs> but he sure threw his buddies under the bus yesterday, didn't he? Yeah, it just sounds so <laughs> stupid. And like, you know... You, you're already making like people, and it's not just golf. Golf is basically like a placeholder for all the outdoor activities that everybody's upset that they can't do right now. So, yeah. you know, if you would have just stuck to the message and, you know, said, you know, we're all in whatever, all, all that nonsense, but like you say something like, I didn't think he could make golfers more angry than they already were, but like a, the statement like that set them all over the edge. Then after golf, they go back, they have a few pops. That, that's the problem. I want to see you peacock, you peacock. Taz and Jim joined by Devin Peacock, our sports guy from Global News Radio. And yes, it's NHL playoff time with a bunch of series starting this weekend. Dev, are you ready to do some picks for us? I am ready. First series underway tomorrow at 7.15. You got the Bruins and Capitals. Who are you liking? This, I think, is going to be one of the best 
series of the first round. The two teams pretty much uh, split uh, the regular season. I am. I could see either side winning this. I'm going to give edge uh, the edge to the Boston uh, Bruins, partially because I want to do something for all my uh, Red Wings fans out there. They get a, a better pick if Washington loses in the first round. Uh, but uh, I think Boston does have a deeper team. They've been playing much better since Taylor Hall uh, joined the squad. I think Boston wins in seven games. As a Leaf fan, Jim, this question's for you too. Do you hope the Bruins lose? Because the Bruins, if they end up meeting the Leafs at some point, uh, it's it's a fierce rivalry, but the Leafs have not been coming out on top of that matchup many times in the past uh, few decades. The Leafs haven't come on top of any matchups in 2004. <laughs> yeah, you're good I with whatever. <laughs> I want them to play the Bruins. I think they need that monkey off their back because uh, my buddy just sent me a documentary, a full-blown like eight-minute documentary about Maple Leafs versus Bruins, Game 7, May 13, 2013, with fan interviews with all these Bruins fans talking about that glorious moment where the Leafs were up 4-1 then blew it. Like there's the Bruins are obsessed with that win still, not just the Leafs who are who are sore about it. So I would love to see the Leafs beat the Bruins. It's famous last words from a Leafs fan, but I do feel as though this year's team is different. They're carrying themselves differently. Doesn't mean the entire season is going to end ultimately with them winning the Stanley Cup. But I, I to me, I do not see a path where the Leafs are not the representative from the North Division in the Conference Finals. Sunday at noon, Game 1, Islanders-Penguins. Who do you like in that series? This was a series that uh, Pittsburgh won the season series of. The Islanders, you know, they added... uh, It's interesting because a lot of these games were played before these two teams added uh, to their uh, rosters at the deadline. So the season series, while important, not necessarily the whole story because they're different teams. That said, I do like Pittsburgh in this one. I think Pittsburgh wins in six games. Wild Golden Knights, 3 p.m. on Sunday. That one starts. Uh, This one, Vegas is just uh, too good for Minnesota. Minnesota, uh, you know, good good on them for for getting this far. But uh, this is, you know what, I'll, I'll give them, I'll be generous. I'll give them five games. Vegas and five. And the Lightning and the Panthers, last series of the weekend. Uh, who do you think is going to win? This is a good one. You know, part of me was tempted to pick uh, Panthers to beat the Lightning in this one and upset the uh, the reigning champs. But I think ultimately that experience from Tampa Bay uh, will prove to be uh, too much. I think Tampa wins this one in six games. It'll be a good series. What about the Leafs and the Habs? Oh, right. They don't play until Thursday because of the stupid Canucks and Flames. Thanks, well, NHL. We got playoff hockey this weekend. That's all that matters. Enjoy it. Devin Peacock, you get out there in your backyard, get an extension cord, and enjoy watching some hockey, okay? I'm mad at Molson, the beer company, Jim. Why is that? They put out this uh, this commercial yesterday. It's all over the internet. It's on YouTube. And it's for the Molson Broom Boney. The Molson Broom Boney. The guy's sitting down on the couch to watch hockey. And then a little miniature Zamboni drives by his feet. <laughs> it's so awesome. Well, it's vacuuming the floor. <laughs> it delivers him an ice-cold beer, and then it keeps keeps going, keeps vacuuming. Why are you mad? 
Because it says go to the website, molsonbroomboney.ca, for more details. And I go to the website, it says, uh, this is just a prototype. The broom bony is still in development. Oh, man. Because it does look incredible. It looks amazing. You know I got a Roomba, and it does a great job. If there was beers and it looked like a Zamboni? Yeah, the front of the little Zamboni flips open, too. It's a cooler. Cooler in there the where the Zamboni driver would sit. There's a place to put a can or a bottle of beer. That is so sweet. I w- Maybe I'm alone in this, but were you obsessed as a kid with like a train going from your kitchen to your living room i always was obsessed silver spoons the sitcom with ricky schroeder had he had a little train that he could ride through his living room is that okay i was thinking mr rogers how like the train would go around then it go to like outside and inside Yeah, but he couldn't ride on that one no i would always just picture like food coming in from the kitchen and and, like (laughs) pops and stuff when i was a kid and i was like anytime i had connects or legos i would always build a track and like I was obsessed with the idea of it, so yeah. this really hits home with me. On the eighties, it was all about Rube Goldberg machines. Any yeah. movie you watch, <laughs> Goonies, Pee Wee's, Big Adventure, yeah. like everyone had a, a machine where you flick a domino and then series of events, and then it pours your cereal for you <laughs> yeah. or it brings you a beer. Yeah. Right? This is kind of a continuation of that, but it would just be great to be lying on the couch watching TV. And it would also help you with your alcohol consumption, too, because you're not allowed to get off the couch. You can only <laughs> have another one when the broom bony gets close enough that you can just reach out your arm and grab it. Yeah, and I'm, I'm assuming the vacuum is still active as it's moving right. around. Well, it looks like it would be an attachment. You'd have to have a Roomba, and then you would attach oh, okay. this thing on top of the Roomba. Okay. And I hope that when they say it's in development, that it truly is. And they can't tease us like this. It has to be something that will be available at some point. Yeah, I wonder if they put this out as a feeler, just to see how many people went to the website and see if there truly was a market for it. Gauge interest, money, right? Yeah, do it. I'm in. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.